What's up, Insiders? Welcome to Episode 9 of Inside Indie Media Weekly with Kim Williams. I want to start off the show by saying thank you so much to my guest for the conversation last week, Lauren Mayer. Our show, Musical Mayhem, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio, heard Mondays and Wednesdays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern, and of course in primetime on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. Thanks so much, Lauren. I really enjoyed our conversation, and I hope you guys will check her out at our YouTube channel, Psycho Supermom, where you will find her songs of the week and follow her at Lauren's Comedy on Twitter. So you'll also see the song of the week there as well. This week, I'm happy to share with you a conversation I had with Janet of Ready to Fight for Liberals and Justice, a huge supporter of Indie Media Weekly and Indie Media Weekly Radio, as well as Peggy Schaefer, who is a life coach that be your own best self and wife of Tom Schaefer, co-host on Turn of the Night with Kenny Pick. We talked about meditation. We're all fans of it. Janet is coming to the practice fairly new. She had some health issues that made her start to think about meditation and how that could possibly help her lower stress levels, decrease the blood pressure, that kind of thing. And as she was going through all that, as we are Facebook friends, Janet and Peggy and I, we jumped in with some suggestions for her to try some meditation practices, as did numerous other friends of hers. And she tried some and found some to be helpful, and we discussed those in our conversation. So that's coming up later. I've got new music to share with you this week from a group named Codename Carter from Denver, Colorado. They availed themselves of the new artist release stock at IndieMediaWeekly.com and sent me a great track called We'll Make a New You off of their recently released album. You can find them in all the ways to pick up their music for yourself at CodenameCarter.com. They have a Bandcamp page and Facebook page, so be sure and check them out. We'll be playing their tune. We'll make a new you in just a few minutes. But I do want to remind you that uh, we've got a brand new season of The Broken Doorway with Michael S. Sharbaugh coming your way this Saturday, August the 15th at the usual time, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We've got a chat room over at The Broken Doorway tab at IndieMediaWeekly.com. We hope to see you there. It's a show that I find convenient to listen to that I also love very much Saturday mornings while I'm just kind of checking over things, making sure everything's ready to go for the station for the day. I hang out and chat with Michael and uh, some of the artists that stop by for The Broken Doorway, 11 a.m. Eastern, on Indie Media Weekly Radio, and then we hope to see you there in the chat to come check out the show. We also have more news. Michael and I are collaborating on a brand new show called The Spoken Doorway. Mostly it's Michael's show. I'm just going to be producing it remotely. So kind of um, a producer in the wings so to speak. I'll get to enjoy the conversations with all of the artists that Michael will be featuring and produce the show, play the cuts, that sort of thing. So I'm really excited about this because it's um, it's an evolution of The Broken Doorway, the show that Michael's been just killing on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Great music from indie artists that he knows and finds on SoundCloud and beyond. We're going to extend that out to another 30-minute show where Michael goes in-depth with some of the artists that he features on The Broken Doorway. And our first guest was Liam J. Boyle. You've heard his music here on my show and as well in the rotation at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Tunes like 
when the world lost its mind, the universe. Check out his work for yourself. You can listen to everything of his for free on his SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com backslash Liam J. Boyle. And pick up his latest album, So Tell Me, which has some amazing tracks on it at liamjboyle.bandcamp.com. So we're currently in production with that show. We're just doing the final tweaks on it. We'll get a couple more in the works, and then we'll let you know when they're going to debut. But our um, our schedule for the moment is to have those Spoken Doorway episodes run right after the Broken Doorway ends on Saturdays and Wednesdays at 11.30 a.m. Eastern. On Tuesday night, after Inside Indie Media Weekly, we'll run the Spoken Doorway 11.30 p.m. on Tuesday nights. Hope you'll tune in for those and support the great indie artists that Michael is bringing to Indie Media Weekly. Hey, by the way, we broke 280 followers on TuneIn. Thanks so much to everyone who's been checking that out. As you may know, it's my favorite platform to listen to the shows at Indie Media Weekly Radio. You can listen to it from our tab at IndieMediaWeekly.com while you participate in the chat rooms there for our various shows. It's very convenient. You can download the app for your Android or iPhone, of course, and listen to Indie Media Weekly Radio wherever you go. You just download the TuneIn app, search for Indie Media Weekly Radio, favorite that, and there you go. You are set. Still trying to get some progress on our RSS feeds. Things are moving a little slower than I had hoped, but they are underway. And hopefully within the next week or so, we'll be adding some new RSS feeds to IndieMediaWeekly.com and some new voices on the blogging side of things. So some new things in the works, some old things getting updated. It's all good. So hope you guys are enjoying Indie Media Weekly Radio and IndieMediaWeekly.com. And I do hope you will use those share buttons to let your friends know about the indie media that we're producing here and supporting here at Indie Media Weekly. So let's get into this tune from Codename Carter. Here's how they describe themselves in the email they sent me to submit their song, We'll Make a New You. We are an all-original Denver quintet combining spy-slash-surf-style guitar with 1960s spy movie-influenced keyboards, harpsichords, etc. Along with vocals, brass, and rhythm section, all of the vintage instrumentation is wrapped in a very modern and sometimes progressive approach to songwriting. The guitar style is influenced by Dick Dale, who we recently opened for here in Denver. Well, I'm a huge fan of Dick Dale. I'm a huge fan of surf guitar. So, of course, I gave him a listen. The whole album is fantastic. I went and bought the whole thing and put it in rotation at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Listen for them. Codename Carter. Head over to CodenameCarter.com. Follow those links to their band camp. Pick up the album. Follow them on Facebook and Twitter. And support some great indie music. So enjoy. We'll make a new you from Codename Carter.
you enjoyed that too we'll make a new you from codename carter check them out at codenamecarter.com and coming up after the break my conversation with janet and peggy about meditation what it means to us 
how we use it, and why. Stay tuned. This is Adam Hebert, a man with breathtaking anger management issues. And I hope that you will listen to my program, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert, live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Fuck yeah! Every week on Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts, Rob Poole and Kenny Pegg, will talk about the week's news with righteous indignation, facts, and a large dose of comedy. Inconceivable! Join us as we try to answer the question of just how many Republican douchebags there are in Washington, D.C. It's over 9,000! <laughs> we'll also crown our assholes of the week during our program. You are the leading asshole in the state. Finally on our show, we'll also talk about the latest in news from video games, comic books, film, science, anime, and manga. All for your entertainment and learning pleasure. Well, that sounds really shallow and stupid. Let's try it. Don't forget, that's Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert, live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, and only here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. For those who dare. Oh, and Cranker demands that you listen to our program. <laughs> you are crazier than a crap fight in a monkey house. Hi, this is Kenny Pick from Turn Up the Night. Be sure to check out my show live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Wow, winning. Turn Up the Night is three hours of news, opinion, and laughs. My fantastic co-hosts, Tom, Deba, Matt, Pete, and Kim, provide sharp analysis and perspective on all the important issues. Awesome! Even when the news is grim, we promise to keep you laughing. And you never know what audio clips I'll be dragging out from the Arsenal of Thrills. That's Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly. Now with our famous hot gravy. What? Welcome back to Inside Indie Media Weekly with Kim Williams. I'm excited to have a conversation today about one of my favorite topics, meditation. And joining me is Janet Bunderson from Ready to Fight for Liberals and Justice and Peggy Schaefer, who is a life coach and also my neighbor now in Asheville, North Carolina. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this. We talked about getting this conversation going, I guess, a couple of months ago, but finally made it to this day where we're going to have our conversation about meditation, and I'm excited. So I want to give you guys an opportunity to share a little bit about yourself. Why don't we let you go first, Janet? How'd you come to this conversation today about meditation? Well, I had a heart attack, and at night, after you've had a heart attack, or I'm sure, I don't know, I can't speak for other physical conditions, Um, that are life-threatening or whatever, I was laying awake and not being able to sleep. And, you know, and you and Peggy, and then the research on the internet kind of started leading me toward meditation. And at first I kept thinking TM and saying um and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I realized I had no clue what I was doing. But everything that I have wrong with me has been a lead up to the heart attack and all involving stress or a lot of it. So I needed to have something 
to help me relieve stress on those nights when the mind goes circular. Mm, yeah. Well, that's terrifying. I mean, I've, I've never had a heart attack, um, but uh, I can, and so I don't really, I can't fully know what that's like to go through that, but I do know it must be, it must be terrifying and it must be something that weighs on your mind very, very heavily about what could happen next. Am I at risk? Yes. And anytime there's any kind of a pain, oh my gosh, this is the next big one. And, and, you know, then you try to get away, get your mind to stop from the other things that used to bother you before that probably brought on the heart attack (laughs) (laughs) or helped contribute to it. Let me say that. (laughs) Cool. Well, we'll, uh, we're going to get into just a moment, the types of things that you've discovered and things you've tried, but I want to get to Peggy Schaefer. So same thing with you, Peggy, um, for your uh, introduction, tell us a little bit about yourself and, uh, how you kind of came to this conversation about meditation today and what you're hoping to share with folks. I'm trying to remember how long it's been since I started meditating. And I'm thinking it was back in the early 90s. I was going through, just like Janet, a very, very stressful time. Um, For me, it was family issues and trying to figure out, honestly, uh, who I was. And I ran across Wayne Dyer and one of his audio series, and I probably listened to that on tape. I mean, it was, you know, it's been a while. And in that series, he talked about meditation and focus and some contemplation. But he, he spent a lot of time having you just get quiet, and he used a sound meditation, which, uh, having been a music teacher myself, I really resonated with the vocal part of it. Once I got into the meditation, I probably did it every single day actively for, oh gosh, two or three years. And then life changed and I kind of got away from meditation. So I am in the process of getting back to it, but it's been a while since I actually consciously meditated. Well, you know, you're in Asheville, North Carolina now, which uh, is a great place to do that. The energy is spectacular here. I know you're probably going to be doing a lot more of it now, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, If nothing, I'll start back with the practice that I learned from Wayne. And and then in the process of becoming a life coach, I've spent a lot of time on personal development and thinking about ways to quiet the mind and helping my clients do it. So it's not that I don't know how. It's that I don't have a personal practice I'm very intermittent with it. I do meditate, but I don't do it every single day. And when I did, I can guarantee you that my life was much more um, directed and much more clear than it is right now when I'm not meditating every single day. Oh, well, I totally agree with that. And I'll share a little bit about how I came to to meditation myself. And I I was um, uh, involved in corporate health care, and I was working my way up the food chain, so to speak, and when I managed to get to the top, I realized that this was nothing like what I wanted to do with my life. It was just, it was horrible. Actually, for me, I'm sure some people are, are um, in upper management and corporate health care and quite happy, but it just didn't do it for me. And the people that I was around, I, I totally had misconstrued them. I thought they were one way, and then once you get behind that closed door, you find out they're another And I was not happy with it. And I remember the day I decided to leave it all behind. I was sitting uh, at a boardroom table with all of the people who run the company that I worked for, a large physician management group in Houston, Texas. I said, that's it. 
I'm leaving this place. I'm leaving it all behind. So we decided to sell the big house and all the toys that we had amassed, and uh, we moved to the top of a mountain in uh, Tennessee on the Appalachian Trail. And everyone thought we had lost our minds. And I said, no, I'm going there to find my soul. That's what I'm going to do next with my life is I'm going to find my soul. If it exists, I'm going to find it. And when we got there and we were just us together in a little 400-square-foot cabin on the top of a mountain with the dogs, we realized that we needed to go our separate ways. And so we did that. And uh, she's quite happy now and successful and doing well, just as a side note. But uh, I was left on the mountain by myself, and for about a year, I basically took a sabbatical because I had a nice uh, little golden parachute from the corporate world. That's what I did. My goal was to find my soul. So I read all the books I could read about it. I I did, uh, I started to try meditation. And, you know, as you guys know, it's really easy to meditate when you have no other issues around you. So when you don't have a job, uh, when you, you have the leisure time to do that, it was, it was very, I was very lucky to have that time to devote to that specifically. That's what I did. And so my meditation practice evolved into kind of like something that works in to my entire life. It's in the background all the time. When I really go to focus on it for specific meditation time, I do that in a hot bath. I have to have the hot water to conduct this energy Otherwise, I find I, I have a real hard time doing it when I'm in a oh, specific wow. mode of I'm going to I'm going to unplug now. I'm going to clear my mind. I'm going to allow my subconscious, my greater self, my larger self, the universe to speak to me without all of the stuff in my head rolling around. I have to have water to conduct that, which is kind of weird, I guess. But but that's my practice, and I still do it. I still do it to this day. So that's kind of weird, but it's just a matter of being there in the quiet and quieting your mind and just with the intention of opening my mind and my consciousness to the universe, whatever you know anybody wants to call it. And uh, I find that it helps me. It helps me a lot to really get centered so that I can get a lot more work done the work that I feel I'm called to do. Wow. Yeah. You know, Kim, I find that um, I have to remember that meditation isn't necessarily just sitting quietly and trying to have all the thoughts go out of your mind. Mm -hmm. And and that's one form of meditation. Mm -hmm. But what I do know is another form is uh, walking meditation, anything that's rhythmic. Mm -hmm. Um, you You can meditate if you are concentrating. Say, for instance, I play piano. And when I'm really concentrating on piano, I'm really meditating in a way. Yeah. Um, so there are certain things that you can do that don't have to be that transcendental sit with your legs crossed, you know, on a mountaintop or wherever. Exactly. Um, it can be just something that you are totally engrossed in. It could be a creative act. You could be crocheting or doing anything that really gets you focused on something and helps your mind relax. Exactly. That's that's kind of in my long-winded way where I was going with that is that you can you can have your time when you're you're doing the traditional quote-unquote meditation where you're in a in a transcendental state or are a um, a quiet state like that. But of course, there are many ways to do it. And Janet, you would you say that you've you've gotten into a practice of walking in your cardiac yes. rehab? Do you feel like that's a bit of a meditation as well? I do. And 
at first, what Peggy said was so true for me. I thought all I, at first I used it at night mainly because I was getting so I didn't want to go to bed because I knew as long as I was up, I was alive. I know that's weird, but laid down and I would think of what Peggy had told me. She had sent me a tape that had a guy talking, but I couldn't remember that and I'd get panic stricken. Then I just thought, okay, get get this out of my mind. I had read something where you're supposed to get stuff out of your brain and just keep starting over. Well, now I've gotten to the point where I don't have to really start over all that much. I just lay down and then I say, peace, wind, water. Wow. And yeah. kind of just repeat that. And then usually by three or four times, I'm asleep. And um, that's taking care of that. Now I can go walking and I forget how many times I've gone around the <laughs> the lap if I don't pay attention to, you know, to that, how many times it's taken me to go around or, and another thing I do is sit on the deck. That is the most peaceful thing that I do, truthfully. Mm-hmm. So, and then I can come in and I can go start a project or go do something. And I'm not thinking about anything else other than what I'm doing at the time. And it helps me stop worrying about all these things I can't control. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's kind of kind of where I'm at. But I had tried a whole bunch of different kinds because once we all had started talking about it, I had found out how important meditation is to a person's life. And I'd heard about it, of course, at at cardio rehab. They talked about it. And I thought, okay, all right, I can do this. But then I didn't know what I was supposed to do or what I was supposed to think. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) then I ran across the thing saying, Let's just first get all the worry out of there. Just just stop. Just enjoy the night or enjoy the time. Or Yeah, mindfulness is something that some people use in, in uh, as an exchangeable word with meditation. Uh, right. And, and I, I That's like one that. of the two kinds, yeah. I, I, you know, I totally agree with that. And, and it's just, um, it's like being aware of yourself and what's going on in your head and the tapes that are playing. And saying, you know, that tape is not good. I don't, that's not the tape I want to live. And so I'm going to turn that tape off and I'm going to turn another one on. One of my choosing, of my conscious choosing and and run that tape. So you feel like um, now that you're, how long out are you from from your heart attack, Janet? First of March, I almost was ready to graduate. And then I fell on my uh, six minute lap test. I got my foot got caught in a cart and I was kind of upset about that. But then I think, all right, so I've got to do a little bit more rehab. That's not that big a deal because I've learned so much. And I'm really grateful because they do talk a lot about stress. I'm still learning. I'm I'm kind of the baby steps behind, you know, where I went into the the meditation the mindful part instead of the TM because it was something I needed quick mm-hmm. at night, mm-hmm. especially. Right now, I'm learning to let go of things that I worry about with my kids or the extended family. Um, I did resign from my job. I retired. And everything that I felt that morning right before the heart attack hit was things I'd been feeling for a long time walking in there every time I'd walk in there. I did not realize it was stress. And my feet had burned, were burning so bad, I thought they were on fire. And I found out later that stress, and it 
is always right before a heart attack. It's very uncommon, and it's normally in women. So I figured I have to get this stress under control. I've got to get it under control. Yeah. So. Well, that's a good point about, about and, and I want to make sure that we touch on that and get your thoughts on that, both of you guys, that kind of bring it back. Because like I was saying earlier, it's really easy to do meditation and mindfulness without the stuff of life going on around you. What's really hard is to bring that into a practice in your life in the midst of stressors about family and worries about family and work and whatnot. Anything to, I'm going to ask Peggy this too, but anything to add on that front uh, that you think might be helpful to people, Janet, about how to do that? You know, the people around you understand that you have this time for yourself or is that really apply to you? Um, no, my kids go with and we don't talk when we walk or when we go around the track until I am trying to find out if I'm going too fast. Because if I can't talk when I'm walking, that means my heart rate's up too high. Mm. Otherwise, we just are really quiet. Whoever walks with me, we're just quiet. I always, always, always do it at night before I go to bed or not. I'm in bed. I'm laying down. Um, and I, to me, that has been the biggest, biggest, biggest blessing because that's when the noise was the loudest for me. And um, the time on the deck, I do that during the day all day. Sometimes I'll read. Sometimes I'll just sit there and look at the birds and let the eye, the sun kind of filter through the eyelids, you know, like mm-hmm. when you're a kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the leaves and all that stuff, you know. But um, that's that's my habits right now. Okay. So I'm starting out. Well, how about you, Peggy? Um, what kind of benefits have you seen from from meditation when when you're uh, practicing it? When I started meditation, I was in one of the most stressful jobs I've ever had in my life, and it was a matter of I I want to say life and death. It's probably not quite that severe, but it felt that way. I knew that Mm -hmm. I had to do something to be able to get myself through that and the family situation that was going on at the same time. And I sought out, well, I'm a firm believer in you get what you ask for. And I kind of told the universe, I really, really need some help here. I need something. And this particular series that Wayne Dyer had came along at that time. And I think... What it boiled down to was I stopped long enough to realize that I couldn't be taking care of everybody else and doing what everybody else wanted first. I had to take care of myself. And then everything turned out to be a whole lot easier to do. And just recently I saw a quote that says, if I ask you to name all the things you love, how long would it take to name yourself? (laughs) Yeah, And that was exactly what happened for me. It was finally time for me to realize that I couldn't give away. Um, you know, I've, I've heard another analogy of the, the bucket. You know, your things are dropping into your bucket. And if you fill it up with all the love stuff and the helpful stuff and the, um, the, the self-nurturing things, that's great. But the, if you have a hole in the bottom of your bucket, you have to keep filling that up and you have to keep taking care of yourself first. The water or whatever is dripping out the bottom trying to help somebody else. So that's really what I learned in that whole process. And 
when I say I don't meditate, I don't think that's not really true, but I don't, I don't have a daily practice, which is changing because that's something that I find even in the midst of, uh, I had a very stressful last couple of three months. And in that time, I always found time to just get away for myself, even if I didn't consciously do something that looked officially like meditation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a really good point that you make about that because the whole point of mindfulness and meditation is to become more of who you really are, in my opinion. It helps you to clear away the misconceptions about yourself, the untruths about yourself, the things that you bought into that other people tell you that, that may not necessarily be true about you and, and of you. And one of those things, and I totally agree, Peggy, <laughs> And it was a lesson for me that was life changing is, um, you know, that that metaphor uh, about, you know, the thing they say about put your mask on, uh, put your oxygen mask on and then help others. Because if you're dead, you can't help anybody. Absolutely. And uh, that's that's very it's something that becomes um, more clear, I guess, through meditation for me is that uh, you have to do what's best for you first that's like oh that sounds great that's that's cool the hard part is knowing what that is exactly and i think that meditation really helps a person come to those truths would you say that's true peggy i agree completely and i think the first thing that meditation does is it forces you to stop and first take care of yourself if you give yourself those few minutes every day, then the rest of your life works out a whole lot better because you're just much more clear. Um, I find that I'm less agitated. I'm, you know, it's harder to to get me upset when I'm meditating on a consistent basis. Life just seems to be a lot easier when I'm focusing. I hope you guys are enjoying my conversation with. Janet and Peggy about meditation. I'd like to take this opportunity to ask you to please follow us on the social media platforms of your choice. We are on Twitter at Indie Media Week and Facebook at Indie Media Weekly. So if you're a fan of either of those platforms, look us up, follow us. We'd love to know about what you're doing and give you a follow back. If you're an Indie Media fan, we would love to have you on our team spreading the word on social media about IndieMediaWeekly.com and Indie Media Weekly Radio. We'll be right back. Come, come walk with me, Michael S. Sharball, through the broken doorway, where you will discover the freshest in pop, rock, psychedelic, ambient, and experimental musics. 11 a.m. Saturdays and Wednesdays, and only on IndieMediaWeekly.com. Don't miss Musical Mayhem with Lauren Mayer. Topical comedy songs and commentary from your friendly local humorist, songwriter, and opinionated Jewish mother. You can catch the show right here on Indie Media Weekly on Mondays and Wednesdays at 9.30 a.m., Thursdays at 8 p.m., right after the Tim Cormall Show. 
You can catch my weekly comedy videos on my YouTube channel, Psycho Supermom, and order CDs through most major retailers as well as my website, laurenmayer.com. So join us for Musical Mayhem, where music, politics, and comedy intersect. So new? And it doesn't have to, I mean, another, another type of meditation that I often help my clients with as well is a guided meditation. There are hundreds and thousands of them out there. You can find them all over the internet. Um, as Janet said, the one that I shared with her, I don't even remember which one it was, but it was a, a meditation where someone's voice is guiding you into a, maybe a specific scenario that you can imagine and you can, um, you know, can go there and into your quiet place or your your safe spot, and uh, imagine yourself being there just for a few minutes. Well, that's. Uh, have Have you ever tried any of that stuff, Janet? Are you interested in trying any kind of? Because that's a very good point, Peggy. I think that's a good one to bring up. That guided meditation. If I'm having trouble going to sleep, which is becoming less and less now, with just laying down and getting my mind out, or try to clear it. And then anytime there's a thought that comes in, um, you get it back out. And I also realized breathing is also involved with that. And once I started doing the breathing, I started focusing on the breathing. Eight in, four out, or four, eight seconds of breathing in, four of breathing out. So you're breathing out faster than you're breathing in. The same amount of air, because I know it sounds kind of weird. And we do that on the track, they're starting, you know, as you get further and further toward graduation, then they start telling you to do some of that to bring your heart rate down, hmm. which is which is also um, one of the, the benefits of meditation is bringing the heart rate down and all that kind of stuff. I think there was like eight or ten different things they'd listed. Um, so once I start with reminding myself to breathe, then it starts working. And um, then I would like to get, uh, once in a while, I'll think about being on the beach or at my daughter's wedding that was in St. Lucia in the Caribbean or just stuff like that. And then just kind of keep it pleasant and sweet. But I don't need to use the beach as much as I used to. Hmm. But you have to do them kind of, I have to do it kind of all together. I'm, I'm using kind of a combination of what... Peggy had sent, and then things that I've learned at cardio rehab, and then just kind of things that are starting to help me fall asleep. Nice. We'll go back to you, Peggy. I just wanted to give you guys an an opportunity to make any any recommendations to anyone who might be interested in starting to think about meditation. Where would you tell them to start, Peggy? I would do what you suggested and go to the Internet it could be Amazon or it could just be a search in Google. And um, start with guided meditations because they get you uh, into that meditative state a little faster than just sitting there wondering, okay, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do I mean? Yeah, that was me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember that. Um, the one that, I, um, that Wayne Dyer did, now this is, I thought this was the, the essence that, that stuck with me, and I can't even remember what the series was called. But he talked about how in every religious tradition in the world, 
um, the name for God or or you know the spirit or whatever has the sound of awe in it, and so his meditation and if you can you can look it up online for awe meditation with Wayne Dyer, and you just start out. In fact, he suggests if you want to say it out loud, get yourself into a quiet place where nobody's around, so they don't think you're totally insane, <laughs> and start out with awe. Because it seems to resonate. You hear it back in your own ears as you're speaking it. And after a while, you get so you can only imagine it. You don't have to say it out loud. But it really helps to focus um, that the sound seems to resonate because the vibration gets your body and your ears and, and you know your mind all on, into the same wavelength. Um, but I would say, Internet, um, there's just so many out there. Even on Facebook, if you type in, a search for meditation on Facebook, you'll probably find somebody has posted a meditation for free. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, there's a whole lot of information out there as, as always with the internet and it may take you a little, uh, poking around to find something, but I don't think it would take very long before you came across something that you could use. And if you don't find what you need immediately, just keep looking. Yeah, um, I'm in the process of doing some recordings myself of some guided meditations. Oh, really? For my clients. Oh. And I have different scenarios, just different, you know, there's all kinds of different things. It's like Janet said, you can go to the beach if that's your thing, or you could go into the woods. You can, um, you know, go into a, I don't know if you like the the mall if you want to go and just be there you could you could even record your own guided meditation whatever works for yourself that makes your your own mind calm down and takes you to the spot where you feel most peaceful yeah one of, yeah one of the things i like too is um is just the sound like the sound of a gong in mm-hmm. different tones and different pitches the long boom and then it just kind of yeah. but that really wow that snaps me into hyper focus, but yet a calm state really well too. So look for some of those too, some of the Tibetan bowls and bells and things like that out there. So what were you going to say, Janet? I was going to say another thing that works well for me that I've noticed is the scent of fresh linen. So if I know that I'm super stressed out, my neck is starting to hurt, um, and I want to make sure that any area that's starting to feel bad might be whatever, um, I put like that for a breeze on it or, and I wash my sheets pretty regularly so that I always have that scent when I get into bed and then I take a deep breath that, and that's when I start my meditating. And I also wanted to say that people, if anybody that's listening to this and thinking about meditation, just do it because it relaxes you and it helps you get a positive attitude. And stress is one of the worst things in our lives. It's, and I don't even think half the people even know you have stress that have it. They did um, studies and there was 33% of the people that worry about housing, just housing securities, that end up having heart attacks and a lot of them don't survive. But they were saying that it helps you lower your metabolism bring down your blood pressure, improve your heart rate, your breathing, because a lot of us heart attack people hold our breath when we're stressed. Hmm. Don't do that. Um, It helps you with your brain waves. 
It helps when you're breathing in and out. It helps regulate your heartbeat. Um, so you have to focus on the breathing. Ignore your the repetitive, nasty, negative thoughts. And um, using a word or a phrase. And this is from a Dr. Chapman out of Emory University. The studies that they've shown. And they've even shown teenagers lowering their blood pressure by quite a few points just doing it two times a day. So anyway, oh cool. That's well, my we'll, thought. Uh, we'll get that. In, I'll get that information from you uh, offline, and we'll make sure that we put it in the show notes for our show today, as well as any other resources that you guys want to include. Um, we'll get those and uh, pop those in there for folks. So, right. what do you? Uh, any any last thoughts, Peggy, about on meditation that we haven't covered that uh, you want to mention? Well, one thing that I ran across just recently is an app, and I have an Android, but it's called White Noise. Hmm. And I think there are right. several different ones out there. But you can get an app, for instance, that has cats purring. Or you can have the sound of the ocean. Or yeah. water running. Or there's all kinds of different ones. And this particular one's just called White Noise. I would say go out and look for that. And I'm guessing if you look for apps for your phone, you'll find some meditation apps too. Most definitely. Oh, yeah. Birds and tree rustling. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then this particular one that I've been using, it, you can combine them. So you could have cats purring with water behind it. Nice. Yeah. That's um, fun. That's fun to, to combine those together. Well, how about you, Janet? Any last, uh, any last thoughts on meditation? No, I'm just glad that you and Nicole, Bell, and uh, Peggy brought me into the world of meditation and they've been impressed at the rehab because of it because they've noticed that the stress levels has gone down and before I had left work every time I'd go to work because I was working every other day they could tell and once I started meditating and sleeping through the night they had said are you off work now and I said no I still have three more days wow what are you doing <laughs> meditating and sleeping well, keep at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, I know uh, all of us here at Indie Media Weekly are so happy that uh, you're still here with us, Janet, and that you're doing all of these things to to improve your heart health and your health in general so that you'll be with, with us a long, long time. And uh, I know your family is very, very happy about that, too. Well, thank you very much. You're thank welcome. You. And uh, thank you, Peggy, for joining me today. I look forward to more discussions with you about these types of things as you are kind of in the field, so to speak, of helping people with life coaching. How How is uh, setting up your business here in Asheville going for you? At the moment, it's a little slow. We've been here one month and really focusing on just finding things in boxes yeah. and <laughs> yes. getting things put away. But yeah. I'm... Um, actually in a class and any good life coach is going to have a life coach and, and continue to, to study. And I'm in a class that's, uh, talks a lot about personal development and almost at the soul level. And it's, that's been very wonderful to help me get refocused back into doing some coaching. And, um, I pretty much let my business go before we made the big move mm -hmm. to a new, a brand new state. So I'm starting over, but I'm looking forward to, getting new clients and um, really I just love the helping part of it. I love um, helping especially women but everybody mm. 
learn what's important in their life and make the changes that they wish they could. So I'm I'm looking forward to picking up some clients and doing some probably some seminars here in town. Okay. Well, uh, do you have uh, do you have a way for people who may be hearing this and interested in talking to you about that to uh, find you that you'd like to share? They can find me at beyourownbestself.com and the phone number to reach me at is 740-240-2162. Excellent. And how about you, Janet? How are things going with Ready to Fight for Liberals and Justice on Facebook? We are building. I'm starting to get more comments. I've been um, not putting as much stuff on there lately because it was kind of stressing me out. Yeah, political yeah. news. Yes. And seriously. And I figured when I started getting chest pains, it was time to mm. stop. Mm-hmm. So I, sh- I shut the computer down and go do something else. And so <laughs> I haven't posted as much, which is probably a good thing. But uh, fighting for liberals and justice, yes. And um, anybody that wants to talk about issues, let me know. And find, you know, whatever kind of issues you want to talk about. All right. And we do have a link over at IndieMediaWeekly.com in the right sidebar. Yes. It's a big, beautiful peace sign that says Ready to yes. Fight for Liberals and Justice. And if you click on that, it'll take you right to the Facebook group page. Like it up. Yes. Become a part yes, of the Yes, yes. A lot of Indie Media Weekly um, people have been joining. Yes, it's fantastic. So I'm really thrilled. Excellent. Well, ladies, it's been a pleasure talking to you about meditation today, and I hope that we can uh, get together for another discussion about it in the future. We'll find out how things are progressing for you, Janet. And uh, I'd like to hear more, uh, Peggy, about these guided meditations and things you're putting together. Um, When you get when you get those um, get those things going, let's uh, let's share some of that with folks. I'd love to help you spread the word. Fantastic. Well, all right. Well, thanks again, ladies. We'll be seeing you guys out on Facebook and uh, okay. the interwebs, and uh, we'll catch you guys a little later. All right. Thank all right. you. Bye. Right. Bye, Peggy. Bye, Bye Kim. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks again to Peggy Schaefer of BeYourOwnBestSelf.com. Life coach, awesome person my neighbor now. Very awesome to talk to her about meditation. And Janet, the proprietor at Ready to Fight for Liberals and Justice, an awesome Facebook group you should be a part of. If you go to IndieMediaWeekly.com, you can check out that big, beautiful peace sign in the right sidebar. Click on it and become a part of the group, the Facebook group, Ready to Fight for Liberals and Justice. So thanks, ladies, again. It was a wonderful conversation. Next week, I've got Leslie Boyd. She is the director, founder, president, the everything of Western North Carolina health advocates and and a warrior in the fight for health care for all. And my conversation with her is amazing. I think you're going to enjoy it. So tune in next week for that. Leslie Boyd. And what else? One other tidbit of news. We're thinking about a Labor Day special. This is something that Kenny Pick and I are cooking up. And we're thinking about having a Labor Day Macathon. Now, what's a Macathon? A Macathon would be all of the recorded material that we can get our hands on by Maurice Macaroni Bradford and the DOPInkRecords.com. 
I know. Doesn't that sound insane? That is like a tremendous amount of music these guys have put out over there. And not just music, but awesome music. So give us some feedback. Use that uh, contact form at IndieMediaWeekly.com. Hit me up on Facebook at IndieMediaWeekly or Twitter at IndieMediaWeek. And let me know what you think about that idea. I think I think we could make that happen. And also, don't forget, new season of The Broken Doorway starts this coming Saturday, August 15th at 11 a.m. Eastern over at The Broken Doorway tab. Brand new season, season three from Michael S. Charbaugh. Awesome. I'm very excited about that. And lastly, Inside Indie Media Weekly with Kim Williams is available on iTunes. If you're an iTunes person, please subscribe to us there. And consider leaving us a rating and a review. What do you think about this show? Inside Indie Media Weekly, the show that goes in-depth with our contributors, listeners, and artists at IndieMediaWeekly.com and IndieMediaWeekly Radio. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.